0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Gunk Cast. Today I'm here with Troy aka Trezor. So how are you today?
1: I'm good, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, I'm good, not too bad. So i kind of brought you here today to literally just discuss your art and kind of like promote it in some way, I guess, but also just ask you about your experiences. So um, I wanted to kind of ask you what attracted you to want to become a producer?
1: Well, growing up, I've just been surrounded by music. Um, I'm Afro-Caribbean. My dad's African. Mum's from Trinidad. Um, so lots of musical background. Home on the carnival. And then in Angola, just loads of kids dancing and house, deep Afro house, just been surrounded by that. My dad's a DJ as well. So it's always just been a subconscious. Even when I'm sleeping and he's recording his mixes, it's always been a subconscious. Mm-hmm. And then... In primary school, I was always involved in every music class. Up until secondary, I was in every music class, every music band. I took it as a GCSE, studied it in college, and now I'm doing my degree in uni. So I've just always wanted to just stay within music. It's just It's just it's just a part of me.
0: I know you said you've obviously studied it in school and uh-huh. stuff. But would you say most of what you do is self-taught, or do you take from what you learned in college
1: and stuff? I'd say literally I'd say about 60% self-taught 40% education because in the education I actually knew the roots and the background to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing because there's 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 just doing something and then when you understand why you're doing it it makes a whole whole difference and it's just made my insight broader Obviously, as well, growing up, my mom was listening to, like, 80s music, like Duran Duran, mm-hmm. and my age now, when I'm listening to trap, where there's, like, loads of autotune and stuff like that, like, the elements of the sounds used in the, in the 80s music I use now when I'm making my popular music or, what do you say, our, gen, our generation kind of music, I've been using all those elements, even way back to, like, African folk music like the beats, when I studied in school, how the the kind of beats that they were making, like I realised, for example, in one song, I was using exactly what they were doing, but it was just sped up. But when, once I understood it, it just made so much more sense just doing it.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's nice to hear that like your roots, like culturally, are like a big part of like how you work and like your creative process and... I think a lot of people can resonate with that like especially me as a makeup artist I know that like my roots are a big part of how I think and how I create my projects and stuff for uni and kind of like it links into what I want to do eventually so on that note who would you say is like your biggest inspiration like who do you want to be I know we shouldn't want to be like someone but like who inspires you to be successful?
1: I wouldn't say, for me, it's really hard. There's not one person, there's many. Because that's what I'm saying. Because cause of everything that's involved, I'm just inspired by loads of people. So, Duran Duran, Bon Jovi, Queen, then you come fast forward, ASAP Rocky, Travis Scott, Timberland, Pharrell, Mike Dean, amazing producer. Yeah, I couldn't stick to one. There's too many. Yeah. Yeah, all of these, all of these, producers and artists they play a role to why i'm making music
0: yeah so where do you see yourself in let's go five years first
1: in five years i see myself way more active in the music industry because right now i'm studying and i'm i'm aware i've been surrounded i'm surrounded by people in the industry but like i'm not i want it to be like something that I'm solely doing because right now, like I said, I'm studying, I got my part-time job and I'm doing the music. So mm-hmm. instead of it, instead of, I still want my degree. So that would be the three years. And then after that, the next two years, hopefully a placement or employment or somewhere in the industry where I'm just actively focusing on music.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I remember you me that you travelled like quite a bit yeah Um, how do you feel like you're traveling you went to from Miami, somewhere in america
1: yes i went to new york la and miami to check out specifically the music um, scenes and the colleges out there yeah um, it was amazing networking networking in america was very easy for me because one they loved the london accent so that got me everywhere easy just the way, just the way their approach is. And I don't know, it's really different out there compared to the UK, but um, the music, if I had the chance to choose between here and the US and I had to choose somewhere to be, it would be the US. Because I could always come back to the UK, but I feel like I'd have more of an impact there. Um, I would um, attract a bigger audience out there just networking as well. Keep saying that. But yeah, the music scene out there is just crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel like I know in England, especially obviously we have there's so many people, different people. Like that is quite diverse, and so many different people enjoy so many different music genres. But do you feel like it's kind of restricted more in the in the UK compared to the US?
1: Um, I wouldn't say restricted. There's a lot of talent, but it's just well, it's just. With with the industry and how just within the, any creative industry, you just gotta navigate your way to find the right ear or the right eye because there's I know loads of talent people just dropping EPs and stuff mm-hmm. and they will get their two two streams or whatever but they get their two two radio but then you know how there's people that's consistently on the radio there's yeah. not a lot yeah. of people like I know like. You you you'll see you'll see people, but like with me, and I'm growing within an industry where it's very competitive, and there's there's new artists every day, there's new music coming out every day. It's it's, uh, it's not restricted, but like you just gotta find your way. Yeah. There's 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 no specific route. Like I learned, um, there's this book called the squiggly career and they, um, they explain how your roots you would assume that it's just steps up
0: mm-hmm.
1: but if you were to just draw a squiggly line it's changing directions a bit in the way you're going it goes up it goes down that's I think that was just the most perfect way to describe my career path or anyone's career path in the creative industry.
0: Yeah yeah I think with the creative industry like you said it's so competitive and In every aspect, there is always going to be someone, I guess you could say, newer, younger, more experienced. So I guess, yeah, you kind of have to have, I guess what you could call like thick skin because you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have times where you feel like maybe this is not for you. But yeah, I think in general, the creative industry is, is, it can be amazing and you can be very, very successful if you get to where you want to be basically yeah so touching on the black lives matter movement last year how do you feel like it is reshaping the music
1: industry um, it just takes the right person to talk about it because it's, it's been happening wherever it is within the black lives matter and racism and it's always happening mm-hmm. but for the likes of the right people that's using their platform wisely. For example, Stormzy, um, with his performance, I can't remember if it was at Glastonbury, where he's making statements about how the politics, how politicians are treating Black people. Dave as well, I think at the Mobile or the Brit Awards, Santan Dave, he, he done a powerful message in this song and he performed it. And, yeah, it's just, it's just a case of people using their platform wisely, um, reshaping it. Um, you still got the people criticising certain genres. Unfortunately, it's going to always happen. Um, but in terms of reshaping it or the Black Lives Matter, people will they, they show more appreciation to the culture,
0: mm-hmm.
1: black music or black people in music black directors in music, people of colour, um, it's getting better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, because people more just more people are speaking out.
0: Yeah. I also think in regards to the Black Lives Matter in the music industry, I feel like also it's not really just the black artists that should be like using a platform and talking out, but I feel like literally everyone should be because obviously throughout the movement, a lot of people educated on a lot of important issues. And I feel like privilege is like a, a big one. So I feel like those people should use their privilege to speak out on injustice, basically. Yeah. And
1: you get the couple though. There there's the couple. I haven't seen a lot, but they they there have been the couple that do speak out on behalf of other people.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like uh, obviously in the in the music industry there is a lot of well in my opinion I feel like there's quite a lot of black res- representation, especially in the US kind of scene of music. Um like you have like Ghana, Kanye West.
1: There's a lot, there's a lot.
0: No, there is a lot. So in that respect, yeah, there is quite a lot of representation, but I do feel like sometimes as black people we're like, appreciate, like, our music is appreciated, but not necessarily the culture that is, that comes along with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's very true. And there's a thing, there's a thing, Um, you can search this up as well. There's a rapper called, or even Travis Scott. Like, when I went to a Travis Scott concert, majority of the crowd, like, yeah. they, were, they were not people of colour. Like, I'd say 80%.
0: Did you go to the one last summer?
1: Yes, I went to the one. I went to the one last summer at the O2. It was crazy, 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 crazy. But just everywhere, like if, even all the festivals in America, like you just see another one. Famous Dex, a black artist, a black rapper. Um, there's a video. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it, the caption was really what it meant. But the caption was, "When you realize all your fans are white." and <laughs> literally he's in the crowd well he's he's performing and literally everyone there was just well not people of color yeah. it was just it was mad to see like sometimes you don't even realize it and especially how you said like they appreciate their music but not so much the culture
0: yeah like sometimes I obviously you see like racist people and they're like yeah like I love rap like I love all of that but they're racist and in my mind I'm like yeah "Yeah? do you see yourself like yeah does that make sense but yeah no that's just that's funny to me I feel like the like I said the music industry out of all of the other areas of the creative industry is probably one of the most advanced like as in like a lot of ethnic minority um, artists and producers, like you said, that are so successful. Like with branding and stuff, like, is that something that you want? Like, is that something that you're aiming towards? Is that how big, like, do you want to be like, obviously you want to be big, but like, on what scale is basically what I'm asking?
1: Um, I don't know, because sometimes you got to question yourself, like, this is kind of, it's not what you signed up for, but it's just how our society, our generation is evolving and stuff. It's just seeing all of this happening to people like Travis Scott. I keep keep referencing him because he's just such a mad impact he's had.
0: Yeah.
1: You see people like him and then he's involved in relationships and and everything, your business is always out and all that and your ex business and this, it's mad. It's mad. But like, you just got to, like I said, you got to have your brand and with me, just growing, just growing on a, from a small scale, studying, I'm, I'm just learning the ways. So I'm kind of prepared for what could happen and what I want to happen. Yeah. Because there's a lot, because you've got, you got your branding, you got, you got your marketing, you got all of this involved. I thought I was just wanting to make beats and release it on the internet, but no, <laughs> Yeah. you got to have a cover art. you got to have the publishing. you mm. got to have license. you got to have all of this. It's mad. It's mad. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how it works. Because if everyone can do it, then why do it?
0: Yeah, it's actually very true. It's very true. I
1: was thinking about that now.
0: Okay. Where do you get your inspiration from? Because I remember we actually had a conversation that you were saying mm. that sometimes you'll wake up and you'll just think of something and you feel like you have to just do it right there and then. Does that just come from, like, I don't know, like a dream that you've had or like you've seen something and then it inspires you? Like, where do you get your creative process
1: from? I'm an early child. So growing up, I've just been used to just doing everything by myself, like entertaining myself. That's it. I've Mm -hmm. always been good at entertaining myself. So I'm always fidgeting and I'm always, I'm just, yeah. So sometimes it's in dreams. Sometimes I'm just walking outside. Sometimes I listen to a song and I wanna replicate that in my own way. Literally, it literally just comes. I think, yeah, you can't, you can't, you know how people they just do there's people who just do music and and it's luck and then they're they're there. Yeah. Whereas with people like me, it's like there's there's just something about understanding it. It's just it's just so amazing that's it you you take more pride in it Mm
0: -hmm.
1: take more pride i have so much pride in my work that i'd rather just work than profit from it Yeah, that makes sense
0: no i get you on that because i until recently i was only child as well um i think like even when you're younger like just creating like pretending like imaginary friends and um playing with toys and things. I feel like being an only child makes you more I, I don't know the word like
1: self sufficient.
0: Yeah, like cuz I feel like if you have siblings, then you've got other people to like feed off of, like oh, always yeah. a sibling but like when you're by yourself, like you kind of have to make do with what you have. And I feel like as a creative
1: independence
0: is the same. Like also um I was thinking the other day at um, the thing called the sensory mood board which is like um, obviously like as a makeup artist artist like before I do a project or like create a look like I'll make a mood board so then I kind of know what direction I'm going in yeah. and I kind of feed off of that inspiration um, but like a sensory mood board is like when you think of things like from your childhood that inspire you and then you kind of create a concept out of that and I feel like that is so interesting and that like made me what you just said made me think of that so oh thank you so much for coming to talk to me today i really appreciate it
1: thank you thank you for letting me be involved in your podcast and your interviews
0: so um where can we find you and your work
1: um so on all digital streaming platforms just trezor t-r-e-z-z-o-r and on instagram you can find me at trezor forever and on twitter it's forever trez and yeah just find me on everything
0: Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time.